0: Welcome to Conversations with Thought Leaders, a thought-focused podcast series bringing you the latest insights from industry experts on today's hot topics. Your host is Bill Wall, a technology industry veteran and enterprise software professional. Thanks everyone for joining us for this podcast, Conversations, a series of discussions exploring the intersection of technology and business across a range of industries. Today, we continue our podcast series with an interesting discussion, how technology can interact with human language. Our podcasts are designed to be brief and focused, and we're hoping this format inspires you, our audience, to think about how technology impacts your own organization and how to engage with us. I'll have information about how to engage with this series and our guests at the end of today's discussion. Hi there, my name is Bill Wall, and I'm honored to be the host of this Thought Focus podcast series brought to you by Thought Focus, a leader in developing and delivering solutions that help growth-focused companies gain a competitive edge through the intelligent use of technology, automation, and optimized business operations. Today, our guest is Girish Sridhar, the Practice Head of Artificial Intelligence and Data Science at Thought Focus. Girish, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you, Bill. Great to have you along. Why don't we start by uh, telling our audience just a little bit about what your role is at the company?
1: Okay. So uh, as a practice head of artificial intelligence and data science, uh, my role is to solve technology problem, uh, which has not been solved before because of the limitations technology has before the pre-AI uh, period, right? Mm-hmm. And also build the solutions, right, which are, having a paradigm shift from traditional thing and also bringing that technology uh, which connects last mile, which were left out because of a lot of things which were not possible before the invention of artificial intelligence and the machine has to be doing with a structured instruction. So that's where I bring in to look at the problem from totally new perspective and bringing in human, what human can do. And the same thing if machine can do, how we can solve the technology problem and deliver a business outcome. Well, that'll make for an interesting
0: discussion. Uh, Today, we wanna talk a little bit about NLP, natural language processing, but let's start with the basics. There's been a lot of buzz about artificial intelligence. Uh, At a basic
1: level, what's your definition of, of natural language processing? Okay, So basically natural language or ordinary language or human languages. Uh, these are languages that has evolved naturally in human through use. So when these evolved, there was no structure, nothing. So it, it also varies from person to person, from region to region, even English that has many uh, versions of things. right? So all human communication happens in a natural language. And till now, uh, before the era of NLP, right? There were communication between humans and machines were more or less in terms of programming language. Mm -hmm. And what NLP enables is NLP enables machine to understand uh, natural language as human do. So that opens up a lot of new possibilities where human to machine interaction can be human to human, right? And more intuitive. So that is what NLP does in a nutshell. This is a pretty steep hill, for technology to climb, isn't it? Uh, Yes, and it took uh, decades to actually reach where we are because this has origins in the 60s where people tried to do with a machine translation just instead of a human translation Mm -hmm. and machine does the uh, language translation. It all started from there and it actually took decades to reach where we are. And then the growth accelerated in last four or five years And now we are at a place where this has become mainstream to solve a lot of problems which the industry is facing and give a solution using uh, the natural language processing. So there
0: clearly are some pretty interesting applications from a business perspective. Practically, as you look at client work, where are businesses initially applying uh, natural language processing?
1: so there are two broad areas, if I say, uh, so the one area is, uh, which is called as the understanding or interpretation of the language. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where just like human read something and interpret and understand, uh, and then do something with that information is one area. The second area is the generation side, right, which is more or less, you know, someone writing something, the generating the natural language is another area, broad area of application. And if you come to uh, a specific application, so let's uh, take a specific example of a mortgage industry. Uh, Okay. So as you know, the mortgage companies collect tons of data during the loan processing. So they have something called as a loan packet, which is like an amalgamation of a lot of documents, right? With hundreds of pages. Right. So currently, if you see all these things goes through a human uh, and then it's a manually intensive, labor intensive process to go through these documents, uh, classify like, you know, this is a title of deed, this is credit report, and then look at each and every thing and then extract the relevant information. Right. So this is this is what is happening currently bill, right? So this process has all the inherent limitation of any things which is a labor intensive. So what NLP has done is, if human can read and understand, classify the document, and then extract the relevant information, the NLP technology does the same thing. So if you just push a long packet uh, into the system, It actually goes through that thing. It classifies, okay, this is a title deed, this is a credit report, this is so and so. And then it exactly knows what are the key information which need to be extracted from that. It extracts and passes for the next processing. So what it has done is now from submission to approval or rejection where it used to take weeks, now it is done in matter of days. Right. Hmm. So that's the kind of things. And there is, you can guess, right, ultimately where the business will go, where the customer will go, right, where it takes weeks to make a decision or it takes a day to make a decision.
0: So, the, so the, I'm hearing for this particular process, mortgage processing, there's a couple of pretty significant benefits there. The, the reduction in people labor, that's what business is always focused on. How do I cut the cost of the process? there's also a dramatic improvement in time processing that's a customer satisfaction benefit and so you're you're seeing lots of different ways that the application of technology can have outcomes for the company and for its
1: customers right well certainly so most of this uh, tech we should not look only at a cost angle right because mm-hmm if you can still do it with humans and somebody else can do at the same cost in a day right it makes more sense to do it and then if in a month you receive like a 150% of your capacity you don't have any way to scale it up right or next month you get 50% of your capacity so the human uh, resourcing is not that scalable where technology is Right. So it's like speed, it's your uh, scalability, it's the transparency it being, brings because each human looks things at a different way, and there is no way, right? And uniform things can apply. So you bring in more transparency into the system, and then the finally it is like it can identify things very quickly. So say in a package, if there is two missing documents, and you if you come this come to know about this after two weeks, you already lost two weeks, right, where it yeah. has in you know, a first minute of processing, if you come to know that, you know, two documents are missing, right, you, you catch this at the first minute, and then you can go to the customer always and then correct it. So it's the speed, it's the accuracy and all those stuff, which actually gives it an edge over the traditional way of looking at solutions. So you raised a very important
0: point which is accuracy. Lots of people will talk about the interaction of technology and humans and discuss errors. And often I find in those discussions people forget that humans make mistakes too. Anybody that's been through a mortgage process and and watches one of the many players in the system make a mistake and slow things down. So humans have an error rate just like machines. So what's the experience around machine errors and how do we make sure that those
1: errors are caught and managed? Okay. So that's a uh, very uh, interesting question. Because uh, when we go and talk to people, uh, there are two things. Either people are very optimistic, right? And then we have to prove that, you know, we are right. Yes, we are optimistic. Or people are very pessimistic and see, you know, whether I will get the required accuracy and we mm-hmm. have to prove them wrong with these, those sort of accuracy. But If you see the human errors are very inconsistent. So what I mean, inconsistent is Bill, right? Today, you can do a good job and then tomorrow you can make some same mistake on a different loan package. Right. So it's very inconsistent where technology is not that. So that's a big difference when it comes to measuring accuracy between human and the machines. And this most people don't realize this that, you know, we look at accuracy at a very overall level, we don't see the accuracy, the inconsistency. Mm -hmm. So certainly, yes, right, technology comes with a certain accuracy. But what we do is, uh, when this system makes an prediction saying that, okay, this is an address from a title deed, the machine along with this tells that, you know, I am 80% 80% confidence of, you know, mm-hmm. this is an address, or mm-hmm. 70%, or 100%. So what it does is, it enables us to say that, okay, how confident the outcome is. And then we bring something called as human in loop or human augmentation. And then we run those particular predictions through a human right. validated, right? So this is the risk or error control mechanism. But besides that, there are two more Things which is happening. So one is, uh, say, uh, something pops up in your screen and say, you know, you validate whether this is an address, you validate it, and then say, Yes, this is an address. So that feedback goes to the uh, machine, and reinforces that saying that, okay, whatever you have done is correct, right? Or if it is incorrect, Mm -hmm. that feedback goes and say, No, there is some more self learning to be done. So it self learns, right? This process actually makes things smarter. Right? Rather over, than a human. over time, over time exactly. Right. Yeah, that's it's quite the, the
0: concept of human in a loop is is actually kind of an interesting one because it really gets to managing the exceptions rather than managing every step in the process for people. Uh, and it, it's pretty clear how that can be really useful. And there is a, a failsafe in the process. And I love your comparison between how humans make mistakes on a on a different basis where the machine is, it's highly predictable and can learn from it. When we start to think about these approaches and our audience thinks about business processes that they have at their companies that where there might be an application for AI and NLP specifically, uh, what are the options for organizations to adopt and build solutions with
1: NLP? How should they think about getting started? So I think they should first think about what is the business outcome we need, right? So this is a piece of technology, a very powerful. And so sometimes it can be used to connect the last mile, which was not possible before NLP, right? And then deliver something. So that is the first thought which we uh, need to do and the technology has matured uh, it is widely adapted it is no longer something which is fancy or you know good to have it is more like must to have kind of a technology and what lot of solutions are available so we need not go through the pain of you know month or year long implementation to adapt it so there are companies which do gives the nlp as a service right so you can just go and consume that service And there are companies which specialize NLP in certain domain, there are uh, specialized uh, uh, services for mortgage industry, legal industry, all this industry. So they can go and they can find out a solution partner who Mm -hmm. offer this as a service specific to their domain or there are out of the box solutions uh, which are built and so they can just go to those out of adapt out of the box solution customize it and apply it. and it takes a very little time to actually uh, compare to even traditional way of developing things it takes a month to actually plug in you know train it adapt it to a specific requirement and do mm-hmm. it. so that's the thing which we are talking but the key is to identify the right technology partner right who understand this technology space well? Who can understand your problem? You can give it as a service or an out of box solution, rather than going back and researching and saying that okay, you know, this is something which we can uh, do it. So I think that's, that's real. To-
0: I think that's real practical advice. But but, peeling back the layers of the onion, there I hear what you're saying that the technology is available. What becomes really crucial for success is the application of the technology to the business process and the interaction with humans. If they're no longer, let's go back to your mortgage example. If they're no longer responsible to read and examine every line and every page of the 300 pages of an application, but now they are the, to use your term, human in the loop, that changes the way the the, the role that the human in the process plays to being a fact checker or checking accuracy when the, when the machine is indicating a lower level of confidence. So that's that's a an adjustment to the work that the humans are doing at the same time you're bringing the technology into the process, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely right. And as a, the human, you give a feedback to make the system better over time. So it's not only correction, it's also you are giving a learning to that. So we had instance where we have replaced a data aggregation system, which was maintained by a 40-member team through script. Mm-hmm. And you know, it after the implementation of this NLP-based data aggregation solution, the stream was t- trimmed down to a five-member team. And REST 35, they can redeploy into another business area. They were upskilled and deployed somewhere else. So we are not only talking about time, money, right? We are actually talking about utilization of your human capital in a better way. I would say to the business leader, the application of NLP is only limited by uh, your thought process and how much you can apply. Uh, Things have matured. There are very, very successful use cases, which has done, and we use it almost in every day, right? There is not even a single day we didn't talk to, you know, uh, Alexa or Siri, which is nothing but a machine which can understand how you speak and respond. That's a great way to put it, and I think a good place uh, to end. What
0: a fascinating conversation. Garish Sridhar, thanks for joining us today.
1: Thanks, Bill, for having me. Thank you.
0: I thank uh, everyone as well at Thought Focus for making this podcast series possible. We welcome your comments and questions about the discussions on these podcasts. You can engage with us and Garish and the team at Thought Focus at their LinkedIn account, and be a part of the discussion. And I encourage you to do so. And you can learn more about Thought Focus at their website, thoughtfocus.com. I'm your host, Bill Wall. And for everyone at Thought Focus, thanks for joining. We look forward to our next podcast discussion. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to this podcast brought to you by Thought Focus, an expert technology partner that truly understands your business. Visit us on the web at thoughtfocus.com. That's T H O U G H T. F-O-C-U-S dot com or continue the conversation on LinkedIn, Twitter or Facebook. Tune in next time for more conversations with thought leaders. We look forward to talking to you then.